Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Dirt Radio. Organic. Friends of the Earth. Activism. Underground. Political action. Necessary. Wind farms. Indigenous struggles. Land rights. Anti-nuclear. Nanotechnology. Climate change. Coal barons. Mining magnates. Activists. Educating. Communities. Transforming. Communities. Mobilising a sustainable planet. Get involved now. Friends of the Earth. Friends of the Earth. Friends of the Earth. Dirt Radio. Red alert. Numbers are needed at the Japarung Heritage Protection Embassy camps immediately. Sacred birthing trees on Japarung country need protecting. Over 50 generations have been born on these sites and the birthing trees themselves are 800 years old. These trees are being protected from the Victorian Labor Party's planned highway extension that is set to destroy this sacred dreaming landscape. The cops are coming with eviction orders very soon. The campaign to protect country is led by Japarung traditional owners who are calling on people from all walks of life for support. You can help by joining traditional owners at the camp on Japarung country near Ararat or by donating and putting pressure on Daniel Andrews to protect this sacred land. Visit dwembassy.com for more information and updates. No trees, no treaty. Good morning. It is just past 9.30. You are listening to 3CR Radical Radio. My name's Em. I'm here with the wonderful Megan. How are you going this morning? I'm a bit up and down this morning, but excited to be on air. Thanks for thanks for sticking with us. And you're listening to Dirt Radio, Friends of the Earth's weekly show, bringing you all of the news from our campaigns and environmental and social justice issues from all across the board. And before we get stuck into the show today, I'd just like to take a moment to acknowledge that we are broadcasting today from the stolen lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. And I'd like to pay my respect to their elders, past, present and emerging, and acknowledge that sovereignty has never been ceded here. And this year at Fens of the Earth, we're celebrating 45 years of resistance. It's been 45 years since we began mobilising communities and resisting the oppressive forces of patriarchy and capitalism and transforming our future to be one with uh, transport justice for all. Now, today on the show, we have got Claudia Galois, who is the Community Engagement Officer for the Sustainable Cities Collective. Uh, And they've been working against uh, major toll roads and pushing for transport justice. And what does that mean? It means that everybody has the uh, has access to all the important services, whether you live on the inner city or out in the east, uh, eastern suburbs. The, the, that is one of their major areas of focus. Um, but in the outer suburbs where some transport services are not provided as well. Uh, so we'll be catching up with Claudia after this. Yeah, we will be indeed. The Australian Plants Expo is a huge native plant fair with displays, books, garden pots, giftware and activities for children, along with talks, demonstrations, workshops, refreshments and door prizes. 
the Australian Plants Expo, Saturday the 14th and Sunday the 15th of September, 10am to 4pm at the Eltham Community and Reception Centre, 801 Main Road, Eltham. Adults $5, concessions $4 and children free. Contact Australian Plant Society Yarra Yarra via email on apsyarrayarra at gmail.com or call 0430 513 433 for more information. The Australian Plant Society Yarra Yarra is a 3CR supporter. This is Jet Radio. My name's Em, and this morning we are talking with Claudia Galois from the Sustainable Cities Collective, and we're talking all things transport justice. At Friends of the Earth at the moment, we are shining a light on climate justice and all of its related areas. So Sustainable Cities are going to give us a bit of an update on how transport fits into that justice framework. So transport is how we connect to people and place. And for us, climate justice includes equal opportunity for everyone to move around in a sustainable way. While the road lobby is putting pressure on the Victorian government to invest in roads instead of much-needed public transport for the outer suburban and rural areas, Sustainable Cities is working towards a more connected transport system, and that includes Doncaster Rail and the Melbourne Metro too. And they campaign so that people and communities without access to public transport are not overlooked. And in the studio today, we've got Claudia Galois joining us, who's going to give us a bit more information on what that means. How are you going this morning? Good. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for coming in. So just to start us off, can you give us uh, a bit of an overview on what the Sustainable Cities approach to transport justice is? Remembering that we're we're focusing on climate justice broadly at Friends of the Earth. And um, yeah, so what's what's your take on it from a transport perspective? Yeah, absolutely. So at Friends of the Earth, I mean, at Sustainable Cities, we're focusing on ensuring that everyone has the opportunity to move around the city in a sustainable way and in an efficient way. So we're really pushing for more public transport across the board and trying to ensure that there's no new major toll roads being built. And so as in the government's planning process at the moment, do you see that aligning with uh, Sustainable Cities' views on uh, what what transport justice would look like? No, not really. Um, They are getting caught up with building a lot more toll roads such as the North East Link, which is a $16 billion major toll road, which we don't want to happen. It's going to encourage more people to drive when what we really need is to be focusing more on sustainable public transport. So, yeah, at the moment we're really trying to encourage the government and trying to um, raise up community voices to push back against major toll roads such as the North East Link. And so you mentioned, you know, obviously toll roads and making more roads is not the solution for some of those outer suburbs and regional areas. And we are moving towards transport, justice and, you know, more options for those areas. So I know it would probably be different for each community a little bit, but what does the ideal look like for you? What, what's access for those outer communities and what, what's the, the transport justice solution? For us, it's ensuring that everyone um, has the opportunity to use like active transport such as walking and riding and integrating that with buses, trains and trams um, to ensure that no one has to rely on car transport and like we know that 
relying on cars is really can be really expensive, can put a lot of pressure on families. Um, the cost of petrol res- registration and all of that kind of stuff is um, can be really, really high. And we want everyone to have the opportunity to access what we think of in Melbourne as, um, as you know, it's it's often been called the most livable city in the world, but a lot of communities actually don't have access to all of the things that we have access to in the city, such as like art galleries and shopping and all of that kind of stuff. So we want to see um, a future where everyone has access to all of the amazing things that Melbourne has to offer. Yeah, and um, how has that been received by communities that you're working with, you know? So out there in in the outer suburbs where public transport maybe isn't as accessible, you know, people are really, can be really attached to their cars. Like what, what kind of is the community talking about out there? Yeah, I guess there's like, um, there's a couple of different narratives happening, but the pe- the people that we're speaking to um, are people who, are, who have already been really concerned about this. Um, and we're kind of helping there's quite a few different community groups out in the northeast link and we're trying to bring those people together to ensure that their voices are heard um manningham is like the only um council within melbourne metro that doesn't actually have a tram or train line so they rely wholly on buses and the community are just crying out for um better public transport so that it's easier for people to move around so um people like there are some people who are still connected to their cars and that kind of thing but on the whole most of the community are really wanting the option you know to be able to have that choice to not have to get in the car and yeah so it's it's yeah there's there's pretty good consensus around like wanting to have that option to to have access to public transport Mm. and I mean central in the um in the justice element and the access element is less the um, access to transport, but the access to those services and how those how tra- how your transport options connect you with services. Um, what what kind of transport options are you talking about specifically? Well, um, where, where we're focusing on at the moment is um, Melbourne Metro Two and Doncaster Rail. So um, Doncaster Rail has been spoken about for over 40 years it's something that the community has been wanting and been pushing for for a really long time and there's actually a median strip in the middle of the eastern freeway that was reserved for the Doncaster Rail so there's actually an opportunity there for the Doncaster Rail to be built but unfortunately if the northeast link which is like proposed to be up to 24 lanes if that goes ahead that will completely pave over that median strip which um, was meant to be saved for a train line so yeah and have the state government had anything to say about that kind of um the proposal for northeast link and how it might affect the doncaster rail um they so far that, that i know of haven't really said much about it mm. um it's unfortunate at the moment because the community is actually going through the um a process of um, being able to speak about what their concerns are with the Northeast Link project. So there's um, the public hearings happening, which is where people have the opportunity to speak in front of a panel, um, which is separate to the government, and they, um, the panel make a decision um, and or can make a recommendation to the government on whether or not they think um, it should go ahead or if there should be any amendments. And 
Um, it was quite disappointing yesterday. We found out that the government had already um, lined up a few different companies who were ready to build the um, the North East Link without even having had their recommendations presented by the panel. So, um, yeah, I think the community is quite frustrated by that. They're putting so much effort into um, into their presentations and so many of them are going to be affected personally. It was um, There was one that we saw yesterday which was really, really moving and it was this man who already lives 150 kilometres away, I mean 150 metres away from the current Eastern Freeway and the new road would bring that another 50 metres closer to his house. Wow. And one of his kids has asthma and he's just like, I don't know if I've made the wrong decision living in this area. Like, I don't know whether that's affected her um, respiratory, like, you know, whether that's caused her to have... um, Health issues. Health issues. So, yeah, exactly. Um, So, and that's only going to bring a lot more pollution, air pollution, noise pollution to a lot of people in those areas. So it's frustrating because it doesn't seem like at the moment the government is really listening to... Um, to the community's needs and <clears throat> so it's it's quite shocking to me that they're lining up companies and tenders and things before this panel has had the chance to report back I mean not even report back but they haven't even heard all of the the hearings yet exactly um, when is that set to wrap up um, on the 13th of September yeah so on the 12th of September we're having a big community event um we're going to be delivering a petition which we've been collecting signatures for we're going to be delivering that to parliament steps and we're going it's um going to be in a theme of trees because there's going to be twenty six thousand trees cut down for the northeast link yeah and nine mcgs worth of um parks and open space are going to be completely bulldozed so we're trying to highlight the fact that, yeah, it's going to really negatively impact everyone's um, quality of life, really, in that area. Um, So, yeah, on the 12th of September, 10.30am at the Steps of Parliament, everyone should come along. Mm. Yeah, it's um, great that you've got that action going and supporting the community. I guess, yeah, hearing those big numbers about the spaces, it really hits home, I think, when it is a road project. There's a real kind of specific focus that's about you know people have a real frustration related to congestion and getting to work on time and that kind of tends to overrun some of these actually huge problems that come along with projects like this so you mentioned some of the open space what are the other kind of um you know health or climate issues that you see related to the project yeah absolutely um (laughs) One of the major things that people are really concerned about is noise and air pollution. So um, I was listening to someone yesterday who mainly presented on um, noise pollution and the environmental effects statement, which is kind of where they um, figure out what what kind of effects it's going to have on the community and the environment, um, hasn't really looked at um, the health effects that, that those no- really loud noises um, that are associated with construction are going to have on the community and they're not actually in line with the World Health Organization's recommendations with noise levels. So a lot of the community are quite worried about that um, and the process of building this road is going to be um, between seven and eight years or something. So it's 
um, going to be a long time with a lot of noise pollution. Um, there's also going to be 28 significant Aboriginal cultural sites aff- affected. Um, 138 homes and businesses are going to be lost. Um, and as I said before, it's a $16 billion project. So a lot of our taxpayer money, a lot of our, yeah, a lot of our money is going to be going towards that when it could be going towards public transport options. Seems astounding when there's, um, you know, a Doncaster rail that's been 40 years in the works that's got ready to go kind of space and a community that literally has to get buses to and from work in the city. Um, yeah, you just wonder where the priorities are, really. Yeah, exactly. And I guess the government's been pushing the fact that they're going to have um, more buses going up and down the North East Link. But unfortunately, those buses are still going to get stuck at Hoddle Street. Like, it's mm. not going to be an expressway all the way to the CBD. And it's buses aren't, buses aren't really the solution. We really do need um, rail, which can... Like, if we build met, um, metro-style rail lines that can actually move double the amount of people in the same amount of time, if not more. So it just makes so much sense. And then... Also, if we are getting commuters onto trains, it means that there's a lot more space on the roads for emergency services, for tradies, for people who do need to use the roads. So it just makes so much more sense looking into the future when climate change is knocking on the front door and, you know, we need we need to be ensuring that um, we're prioritising um, sustainable and fast ways of moving people around the city. Yeah, well, it sounds like this road is taking us in completely the wrong direction. (laughs) And uh, you mentioned the rally on the steps of parliament on, what was that, the 12th of September? 10.30am. And if anyone else is interested in maybe having their voice heard at these hearings or getting involved in the collective, um, how can they do that? Well, the hearing process is coming to a close but if you're interested in getting involved with the campaign we would love that Um, we have weekly meetings at six o'clock at friends of the earth check out our facebook page for details um and yeah great thank you so much for joining us claudia Thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, if you listen to Freesey, oh, clap your hands. If you listen to Freesey, oh, clap your hands. If you listen to Freesey, oh, I sure know where you are. If you listen to Freesey, oh, clap your hands. If you listen to Freesey, oh, clap your hands. If you listen to Freesey, oh, clap your hands. We'll check out the happy vibe. They're gonna ring up and subscribe. If you listen to three, say, oh, flap your ears. What? Who the hell is that? Flap your ears. What are you talking about? I ain't no elephant. Get out of here. This is handmade radio. Flap your ears. Get out. Get the hell out of here now. As always, if you did miss the interview we did today or you wanted to catch up on any of our past shows, you can check them out on 3cr.org.au on the Dirt Radio page. They're all up there? They're all up there. We are quite diligent with our uh, podcast and uh, uploading of our shows, so you can check that out on the on the website. Plenty of good les- listening ahead of you. Yeah, hours, hours, years' worth of content, so, <laughs> so check that out. And while you're there, you know, feel free to subscribe to 3CR Power Radical Radio. Um, When, while we're here, 
it's probably time for us to uh, update on what amazing events we've got coming up at Friends of the Earth this week. What's happening this weekend? Well, September 4th at 6pm, we've got a webinar being hosted by the Act on Climate Collective for lobbying your MP to show climate leadership. So they may they had another webinar um, recently, but basically they're doing a briefing on their strategy to get Labor MPs championing climate action in Victoria and share some skills on persuasive conversations. So if you've ever thought, you know, how can I how can I help to make a difference on climate or any other sort of related issue, lobbying your MP is actually a really great way that you can get in touch with them and let them know as their constituent what your what you're feeling and what your thoughts are on some really important issues. So it's a webinar. Check it out on the Friends of the Earth Facebook page to find all the details. You don't even have to uh, be there in person to attend that one. And then on September 8th at 3pm at the Kathleen Syme Library, they are having an in-person workshop for that one as well. So you've got another opportunity to check that out. Lots of opportunities to get skilled up and yep. put pressure on your MP. Exactly. And on the 7th of September at 12pm, Friends of the Earth is going to be hosting a Climate Strike Crafternoon. So we're going to chat about the upcoming Climate Strike in a sec, but Friends of the Earth's Act on Climate Collective are going to be hosting a little Crafternoon to help us get the most awesome banners and props and signs ready to go so that you look awesome when it comes around and there's going to be paint and calico, but you're always welcome to bring any of your own materials. There'll be some snacks and tunes. So that'll be just a really nice sort of fun fun day. Yeah, come along and make a few friends to go to the climate strike with uh, and with all your uh, crafty materials. Exactly. And then obviously, Claudia mentioned before on the 12th, the Sustainable Cities Collective are hosting the petition delivery, Rethink the Northeast Link. So remember to check that one out as well. And last one coming up is on the 14th of September, another awesome movie night in the Yammy Lester meeting room. Loving all these movie nights. And if you haven't had a chance to check one out yet, I definitely recommend getting along because the screen is awesome. So big. So what are we screening? So the movie is The Incredible Legacy of John Trudell. And it's a benefit to help stop mining on the lands of Indigenous people in Ecuador. So it's going to feature a documentary and short films about the life and times of renowned Native American activist, poet and musician, John Trudell. And he was possibly one of the most influential thinkers of the late 20th century and early 21st century. Um, So, yeah, if you come along, you can support FOA and the Melbourne Rainforest Action Group to do some solidarity action with uh, people on the front lines in Ecuador fighting against mining industry. And coming up before you know it will be the the climate strike. That's on the 20th of September. This one is not just for school kids, it's for everybody. So get out there, show your support for the for the kids that have really led this movement um, and are having a really inspiring uh, effect around the world. Uh, that's the climate strike on the 20th of September. I think it's going to be really awesome. Yes, and to close up the show, uh, we'll have a just a little quick update on what's been happening at the Japarang camp. Uh, so both Emma and myself has, have spent uh, time out there and we would really encourage you, uh, if you have or if you haven't, 
to get up and show your support for the traditional owners protecting their sacred landscape, their sacred birthing trees and um, hundreds of other sacred trees uh, that are along the Western Highway and at risk of removal for the duplication of the main road. Um, their eviction notice is live. Um, they don't know when the police, if, when, um, what's going to happen. Uh, there were workers on site yesterday uh, that went into the middle camp through a back a back entrance. Um, they only spent a few minutes on site uh, and were walked off peacefully by by supporters of the Japarung Embassy. Um, but it's just another um, moment of not knowing what's happening out there um, and a reminder that works really could start at any time and the police could come and evict evict those protectors at any time so uh, get on out there you need to just check in at the top camp which is opposite Waikaran Road on the Western Highway about 10 kilometers before you get to Ararat you can't miss it you can't miss it there's signs there's tents there's a huge embassy um, and friendly faces to welcome you um, and let you know how you can best support um, best support the campaign Yep. And as we know, you know, with countless other blockades and frontline protections, the police do, you know, wait to wear out the numbers and wait to wear out those supporters who have been there tirelessly for months and years on end. And then they come in um, at when, when the support is dwindling. So, you know, there was some really great support a few weeks back when the eviction order was, was uh, came into effect. And that was really awesome to see the big numbers up there, but we've got to keep the pressure on as time goes on. So make sure you get out there, even to spend a day or a few days up there. It's all really important. Yeah. For whatever you can, it's that personal presence on the ground that is most um, needed and most wanted by the people at the embassy. Yep. And to take us out today, we're going to play a song that's been released by Yorta Yorta artist Dreaming Now. And this one's uh, dedicated to the protectors who are out on Japarung country. It's called Always Remember. And you can find that one on his Bandcamp page. And all the proceeds for that song are going directly to the embassy. So you can buy it for any donation price. But if you're able to, chuck a few dollars their way and help to support the campaign and to help to protect these sacred Aboriginal sites. Every little bit counts. That's it. Well, thanks so much for joining us for this week's episode of Dirt Radio. Stick around up next on 3CR. We've got the Koori Survival Show. Looking forward to that. Have a good day. Open eyes to see ancestors asking many questions What are these lessons I compressed upon now which dresses Fuels trial addiction guesses anyone's best guesses Now they got generations seeking mass convalescence Eucalyptus widow bar, DVS shepherds Totems taken with no conscience or questions No concept or consciousness of things before the present Vacuous and empty like the windswept desert 
Harrowin howls under the moon crescent and the noon sun rise to change the present with your range trauma Generations fed up with the focus to be better and spot colonial resin fermented in these strange weathers. Some seeming to get stuck in quagmires, vision torn and severed. But original lines always remembered, hold together in the now as we hold on to forever more treasures. We always remember our. Frame. 